Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Father, we thank you so much for tonight. Can we have John chapter 15? We're going to pray. Pray. Amen. Hallelujah. John chapter 15. I am the true vine. And my father is the what? Husband man. Next verse. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may what? Bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. When you look in your Bible, all these words are written in red. So it's Jesus Christ who is speaking here. That I am the true vine, ye are the branches. Last week we started studying about the words of Jesus and how that the words of Jesus are important. Paul wrote some of the scriptures, John did, but there are no words that would supersede the words of Jesus. And Jesus is telling us is that I am the vine and ye are the branches. Which means that Jesus Christ is the main man. Give us the verse, uh, verse um, I am the vine and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth what? Much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. So he's trying to define to us that, you see, I am the one that you have to abide in. And if you abide in me, there's absolutely no way that you'll be fruitless. Hallelujah. Our Christian walk one of the calling that is upon our life is that we are fruitful. Because if we don't bear fruit, then we'll be cut off. We will, not, we'll be, we'll be good for nothing. Amen. Is it possible that we can live a life that is wasteful? If according to the standard of God, we don't abide in him and we don't bear fruit. Hallelujah. And so we are going to lift up our voice and pray. Give us the next verse quickly. We'll be praying a little, a, a little bit and then we'll go on. He said that, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are what? They are burnt. How many of us want to be burnt? Hey. But he said that, If a man does not abide in me, he is cast forth as a branch and it's withered. It's like if we don't abide in him, then we, we actually have the, the, the potential to become like useless. And the only thing that we can be used for is that we become firewood. Amen. What is the next verse saying? Verse 7. Amen. Quickly. Hallelujah. Amen. This one has moved, eh? If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall what? Ask whatever you will, and it shall be done unto you. This is what we all like. Right? How many of us like this part? If you abide, whatsoever you will, you shall give it to you. That's what you want. But before then, he's saying that you should abide in me. Stay in me. Depend on me, because without me, you can do nothing. So we are going to lift up our voice and ask God to help us that we abide in Jesus. What does it mean to abide in him? That the word of God will be something that we live our lives by. Hallelujah. That we depend on his word. We depend on the living word. The words that he has spoken, their spirit and their life. If we abide in the word, we abide in him. That is when we have life. Because if not, he says that we are just like a branch that will be cast forth. And will be gathered and put in the fire. Hallelujah. Is it possible that we are living a wasted life? It is possible. But tonight, we can ask for the mercies of God and ask God the Lord, help us to abide in you. 
Pray for yourself. Lift up your voice in prayer tonight. Lift up your voice in prayer. Lift up your voice in prayer. Just pray. Just talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. If ye abide in me, if you abide in me, you abide in me. Oh, yes, in the mighty name of Jesus. For, oh, God, you are the true vine and we are the branches. And your word says that if a branch does not abide in you, that branch is good for nothing except that it is cast forth and is gathered and put in the fire that it may burn. Tonight, have mercy upon us, our lives. Just talk to God, talk to God. We have not depended on him enough. We are not abiding in him. We are not taking the words of Jesus seriously. We are not depending on the living word. We rise up and we depend on the food that we eat. As, as Christians and as believers, we must depend on the word of God. We must depend on the word of God. That is the food for the spirit. The food for the spirit is the word of God. But a lot of times we neglect that food. We neglect the word of God. We live our lives by proverbs and we live our life by the things that people say but we ignore the word of God tonight pray that you would abide you would abide you abide you abide you abide, you abide. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, pray for your life. Pray for your life tonight. Pray that God will show you mercy. You know where you find yourself. You know where you stand. Heavenly Father, we are asking for your mercy over our life. That we shall abide in you. That we shall stay in you. That we shall depend on you. That we shall wait upon you. We shall wait to hear a word. My God, we shall wait, oh God, to have direction from you every step of the way every day of our life every moment that we live in the mighty name of Jesus for without oh God us abiding in you we shall be fruitless oh God but oh God our calling is a calling unto fruitfulness that you have chosen us oh God for we did not choose you but you said you have chosen us and you ordained us that we will go forth and we shall bear fruit and that our fruit shall remain one of the marks of our calling is that we shall go forth and bring forth fruit bring forth fruit with our life Bible says that whatever you find yourself doing do it as though you are doing it unto God do it as though you are pleasing God we live in a time and an age that worshippers sing the song and they want men to be pleased they want people around them to be pleased ignoring whether we are pleasing Jehovah God or we are pleasing in them the one who made us and the one who formed us. Sometimes we do things for the Lord and we are seeking for the approval of men. But Bible says that, do we now seek to persuade men or to persuade God? Are we seeking to please God or we are seeking to please men? For any man that put their trust in a, in a man, uh, that man shall perish. Uh, but we must put our trust in the Lord. Therefore, pray tonight, pray tonight. Pray for your life as a Christian. Pray for your life as a Christian, don't be tired in prayer. Tell the Lord, may I abide in you. Teach me to abide, teach me to wait, teach me to depend. Salama Shanda, may we abide, may we abide, may we abide in you. For you are, oh God, the vine. We are the branches. My God, we have been made to depend on you. We have been made to depend. Pray for the church. Pray for the church. The reason why the church is not fruitful, the reason why the church has lost its saltiness and the church has lost its strength and its impact is that we have been disconnected. We have been disconnected. We have been disconnected. But to Tonight, oh God, show us mercy, oh God. Show us your mercy and your grace. Show us your mercy and your grace. Pray for your life. Pray for your life. Pray for your Christian life. And pray for every member of the church that we shall be connected. 
We have filled our hearts and our mind and our time with so many things that we have no time for him. We have no time for Jehovah. We have no time for Elohim. Therefore, pray, pray, pray. Pray that you shall be an effective Christian. Rabanga for without you we can do nothing without you we can do nothing pray 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 that God will help you pray that the spirit of God will help us that the spirit of God will help us to come back to the world go to that ancient world ever true that ancient world that changes you and me that ancient world that transforms there is no other word we saw that the words of God will be the basis for our judgment that words cannot be trivialized it says that if we abide in this word abiding in the word of God taking the words of Jesus seriously it's a sign that we love him it's a sign that if you love me you will keep my commandment you will obey my word draw us closer to you through your word, draw us closer to you. Through your word, draw us closer. Rambandele mashabanda, Rambo kalabayanda. Commit yourself, commit yourself, commit yourself, commit yourself, commit yourself. We want to pray that God will help us to love His word, to love His commandment, to love His commandment. If the Bible says that, that is the way that we know that we are His disciples indeed. If we love and we obey His commandment, Rambandele boshanda. We keep his commandment is a sign of loving him. And if we love him, it's a sign. Pray that you want more of the words of Jesus. You want more of his word. That you shall abide in his word. Don't be tired, somebody, don't be tired. It is the word, it is the word of God. Pray that it will, God will help us. You cannot have your quiet time anymore. You cannot read the Bible anymore. But the Spirit of the Lord will quicken us and enable us. Father, oh God, show us mercy, Lord. Show us mercy, oh God. Oh, Masalemoha, Shandala, Mashandala. Oh yes Lord we bless your name oh God We bless you Jesus Thank you Lord Thank you Lord Thank you Lord That we would depend on your word For if we don't abide in you we are good for nothing Except we will be cut off, oh God, we will wither and become, my God, we will be bent up. Save us from being bent, Lord. Holy Spirit, save us. Save your people, change our heart. Give us a heart that loves the words of Jesus. Give us a heart, oh God, that love your word. For, oh God, nothing was made which was made without you. You are the word. You are the living word. Jesus is the living word. Father, help us, oh God, to love Jesus and to love your words, Lord. Oh, we bless your name. We give you glory, Lord. Oh, my God. You're all I want. Tell the Lord you're ever I need And you're all I've ever need. And you're all, you're all I want. Help me know, help me know you. Oh, you're all, you're all I want. Oh, maybe a 
song unto him. You're all, you're all I've ever need. Oh, you're all, you're all I want. Help me know. Help me know you are need. Heavenly Father, you are all that we want. We want more of you and less of us. Let the words of God be established in our hearts. The word of the Lord came to the Israelites that if they shall teach their children to write the words of God in the tablets of their hearts, that God shall be with them. That those words should never disappear, but must be passed on from generation to generation. Let this be our portion. That we will know the word and we will teach our children, oh God, the importance, oh God, of the words of Jesus Christ. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Go around and give five people a high five. Give five people a high five. Ah. Hallelujah. My, my, my. Give five people a high five. Five people a high five. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's try and fill the first two seats. Let's Let's make sure that the first two rows are packed. Amen. Oh, you can, first two rows are packed. We want to pack the first two rows. Amen. Very powerful. First two rows are packed. Yeah. Amen. First two rows. AJ, are you, are you hearing us? Are you listening to? Are you an FBI? I see some things in your ears. Are you, are you monitoring White House or something? Fredonis, please move forward. Amen. Are you excited? Before I, I move forward, I hear there is a powerful testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we want to receive the testimony quickly before. Put your hands together for the chief Olushuaguton. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm excited is the reason I'm here. Um, I don't even know if it's a testimony, but it was a good news I got this morning. When we were coming from Mr. Anderson's burial, my engine just stopped working. The mileage on the car is 70,000 miles. There's no reason he has to stop to work. No, 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 it's not the best. <laughs> so I, we told it to the mechanic, and when my mechanic looked at it, he said, listen, this engine is gone. I'm like, there's no way, it's fine, it's new. So I. We called the guy that was going to fix uh, the, the sales parts. How much is the engine? It's about, you know, a, a decent one is 2900 It will fix it for another 800 So I'm looking at between three and $4,000. But while he was rambling, he said something about the dealership. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I just picked it. Then I went to the dealership on my way to work the next day. I told the guy, this is the situation. He said, you put in my VIN number. I said, good news. We will give you a new engine. So, Amen. but you know, doubting Thomas that I am, that was last week. I'm like, eh, maybe I'll get there. There's always a fine print. This has happened before. My, you know, they will say, well, because of this and this, we won't do it. As soon as I got the car there, the, guy, the lady goes, you know your car is branded. But either way, there's a recall on this engine. We're still giving you a new one anyways. So Amen. I am thankful. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That's about $4,000 in your pocket. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. If you get $4,000 right now, what will you do with it? It's all finished. Somebody has spent the $4,000 already. What a shock. Hallelujah. Amen. So last week, amen, we started looking at the words of Jesus. Amen. We're saying that the words of Jesus are the most important words that have ever been spoken. Amen. Many people have made some declarations. Martin Luther King, others have come forth with principles and laws. But many people have said and have come to know that the words of Jesus 
those words are unending. Because the words were there from the beginning, and those words will be there at the end. Hallelujah. Amen. John 1, 1 says what? In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and what? Say it, help me. The beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Hallelujah. The word, that is God himself. Hallelujah. The words of Jesus are the most important words, amen, that we ever can see. So, I, we started looking at the importance of these words, and then I gave us what Jesus Christ himself said about his words. Amen. You see, a lot of times people can come up with different, different theories and, you know, analyze what you say. You know, this whole world is always taking anything that you say out of context, especially preachers. So the preacher has said this, then they take it out of context and then they blow it out of proportion. It's only the part where they heard that the preacher is saying that he has to buy a jet. That's all they are going to say. But what they said before, that one nobody is taking into consideration. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. So the words of men can be taken out of context. And even many times, the words of Jesus were taken out. People did not understand. He said that you would tear down this temple when he came to meet the people selling. And then they were, you know, you know exchanging in the house. And he made a, a whip out of it and waved them and sat there and said that this temple tear it down and in three days I will raise it up. People did not understand what he was saying. They said, what do you mean? Do you know how long it took them to actually build this? You said three days. But Bible says that this he was talking about his own death and his resurrection. Hallelujah. Amen. So what a man says about their own words, those are the things that are important. Can I have an Amen. And then we began to look at a few things that Jesus Christ said about his own words. This is just a quick review. That it says that generally words are not trivial things. Hallelujah. It means that the words of Jesus Christ are not the words of any man. You should not trivialize the words that you say. Those of us, you just raise up, you know, you lift up your voice and you say anything to anybody. Because when words leave your mouth, they are like what? flies or spray or perfume, you cannot go back and go and collect it. It will accomplish whatever reason for which those words have been sent. Hallelujah. Are you still here? So Jesus Christ said that words are not to be trivialized because whatsoever thing a man you shall say, that thing shall be brought into judgment. Hallelujah. He said that, but I say unto you that every idle word a man shall speak, they shall what? give account thereof on the judgment day. Amen. So our words must be words that would help people. When you speak, you talk to somebody, your words must edify the person instead of your word tearing the person down. Hallelujah. Number two, we saw that Jesus Christ thought that words will be used as the basis of judgment. Amen. Hallelujah. Words will be used as the word, the basis of judgment. Our judgment will be based on the things that we have said. Amen. That's what sometimes in certain situations it's better for you to keep your mouth shut and just be there. Hallelujah. Even in marriage, sometimes it's best for you to just look at what is going on. Because sometimes you open your mouth as Omoa, that thing that you have said is that thing that will be brought against you in the law of court. Number three. He said, Jesus thought that words were what? Unmistakably, unmistakably portray a person. So like, out of the abundance of the man's heart, the man will speak. Amen. So people would talk anyhow, and they said, oh, oh, this was a slip of tongue. How many times would your, your tongue slip? Christians, who cares? You open your mouth and you just give it to people. You curse all around so that, you know, this is the first time. Can I have an amen? Do you know that a lot of things that happen, you know, that a person's previous history influences their chances of doing it again. Do you know that? Yeah. A person's previous history influences your, your chance of actually repeating the same. Habits are repeated unless Christ sets in. May Christ set in into your bad habits. 
Whatever you call a bad habit, may Christ step in. Maybe your bad habit is sleeping too much and praying less. May Christ step into that bad habit. Maybe your bad habit is gossiping. May Christ step into that bad habit. And nowadays, when you think about gossip, you only gossip to the Lord. You talk to him about, oh Lord, and you have seen this, and you have seen this. Oh, help the church. You are praying for somebody. Hallelujah. 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 Do you know why I'm likening prayer to gossip? Because when you are gossiping to somebody, sometimes you look around, you don't want anybody to hear what you are saying. When you are in your closet and you are talking to your God, it's you and your God. Hallelujah. No one hears your secret. Amen. And I believe that God will help us. Are you still here? Number four, we say that Jesus declared, declared in sober earnest that what? His words would outlast what? Created heavens and the earth. Luke chapter 21 verse 33. Say heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words what? Shall not pass away. The words of Jesus Christ will not pass away. Hallelujah. That is why if there is anything, I'm saying that you see, we must get, I mean, within the week, we told the young people to be reading the book of John. You open the book of John, almost everything there is in red. Those are the things that are important. I was reading and I, I see how that, you know, people come. I think one, one point somebody came there, good master. No man can do these things except you are with him. Then Jesus Christ just changed the topic. He changed the topic. Then he said that the kingdom, he began to talk about the kingdom of heaven. Began to talk about you must be born again. So these are the things that are important. It means that to men, they think about power and, you know, authorities like, no man can do this. You are so powerful. You are so mighty. Jesus Christ just changed the topic. He said that you must be born again. Marvel that not that I say unto you that you must be born again. Hallelujah. So as we, we, we go, he said that heaven and earth shall pass away, but his words, what? Shall forever remain. Amen. And as we abide in the words of Jesus Christ, our lives will never be the same. Number five, we said Jesus spoke of attachment to his words as a sign of attachment to himself. Amen. He says that in John 8, 31, Then said Jesus Christ to the Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. If you continue in my word, it means that our attachment to the words of Jesus Christ shows that truly we are his disciples. Me by me, I'm a disciple of God. I obey God. I pray. If the word we we are not attached to his words, if we get up in the morning, we don't see the importance of having our quiet time. If we don't see the importance of even looking in the word, then we are not his disciples indeed. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? And these are things that Jesus Christ is teaching us about his words. That he says that if you continue in my word. Remember that this verse is saying that. Then say Jesus Christ to the Jews who have believed on him. So it's possible to believe on him and not continue in his words. It's possible that you have believed. You have become a Christian. But you are not continuing in his word. But may God give us the grace to continue in his word. Hallelujah. May we continue in his word. May we stay put in his word. Hallelujah. Number six, Jesus Christ talked about the word of God being the most important thing that any man can choose. Right? In Luke chapter 10 verse 42, the case of Mary and Martha, when Jesus Christ had visited and then Martha was busy trying to prepare uh, okra soup and uh, banku or some nice food for Jesus Christ. And Mary, Mary chose to sit down. You see, sometimes what we said was lazy. You know, in the eyes of men, we said that Mary, there, she's lazy. Mary is so lazy. Look, look, we have had a visitor. Instead of she coming to help us, she's just sitting there. But what did Jesus Christ say? He says that what? He said that, but one thing is needful. And Mary has chosen the good part. We shall not be taken away from her. May we choose the good part. May we choose the good part. May we desire to listen. Instead of listening to worldly music, listen to preaching. Get to the podcast. 
Amen. Because words are spiritual. Sometimes as you are, you are soaking the message, you are not even paying attention. There is no time that you can sit down and say that this is a word soaking time. Then you sit down and the music is playing. But as it plays and you move around, Jesus Christ said of his words that my words are spirit and they are life. In John chapter 6 and 63. Hallelujah. They are spirit and they are life. And the spirit, and because we are spirit being, the spirit of the word can enter into you. Can I have an amen? The spirit of the word. Our prophet, our father Bishop Doug, he talks of when he was soaking message by what? Uh, Papa Hagen. And something jumped from that red tape and entered him. Then he heard a voice that from today you can teach. That was the beginning of great things in his ministry. May as you soak the messages, may something jump and enter you. I say, may something jump and enter you. May it come to pass that you receive. You, can, you know, you can catch a spirit from somebody who is anointed. You know, an anointing, you can catch an anointing. No? You can convert somebody's anointing. You can convert. All of us who desire to sing, pick one singer that you admire the most. Convert the anointing. It will come to you. I say, it will come to you. Say, it will come to you. You, do, you see somebody who can knows how to pray. Convert that anointing. That anointing will come to you. Because the, the, the anointing that you respect is what can practically come to you. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Amen. So let's choose the word. Number seven. He says that what? If Jesus Christ attributed his words, the power of what? Cleansing the heart. Hallelujah. Without the word of Jesus Christ, our hearts cannot be cleansed. Amen. The preaching of the gospel is the power unto salvation. The words of Jesus Christ is that power unto salvation. And then eight, we said that Jesus alleged that eternal destiny of his hearers would depend on the attitude they assume towards his words. Hallelujah. Amen. And he talked about in, in John, in Matthew chapter 7, 24 to 27, he talked about therefore... Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto what? A wise man which builded his house on the rock. And the rains descends, uh, descended, and the, what? the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was what? Founded upon the rock. If we embrace the word of God, we build our life on the rock. That is why we must help our children to build their life on the rock. Release our children to enter into spiritual things. I'm telling you, someday that will be the greatest foundation we have ever given to our children. The thing here is that the storms came. The winds blew. Two different houses. One was able to stand the test of time. The other one fell. It was because they were abiding. Remember, he said that without me, what? You can do nothing. Hallelujah. May God give us the grace. Today, we want to continue. We want to continue. I'm, I'm preaching from the same book, but I want to jump to um, chapter number three. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Chapter number three is that what Jesus said about what? Glorifying God. How many of us want to know how to glorify God? Amen. How many of us want to know how to glorify God? Why do you want to know how to glorify God? Well, I believe that glorifying God is actually what he wants us to do. For we have been created to be a pleasure unto him. So. We have been created to be a pleasure unto him. Brother Bright, what do you think? Why do you want to please, please God or bring pleasure to God? Because he created us for his pleasure. He created us for his pleasure. Is there any other reason... Anybody here? Yeah, Clarence. Because of his mercy and grace towards us, that is why he want to. We are his workmanship. We are his workmanship. <laughs> I think also when we glorify him, his glory also comes upon our life because the Bible, let God arise and his enemies so when we glorify him, his glory comes down. Is there anybody here? 
Because it's, it's one of the primary reasons why we were created. Hallelujah. One of the reasons why God made us was to bring him glory. So if our lives don't bring him glory, it means that we are living a failed life. Hallelujah. But it is important that as we are talking about how important the words of Jesus Christ are, that we see what did Jesus Christ say about how to glorify God or what it means to glorify him. Can I have an amen? What did Jesus Christ say? Because, I mean, anybody, a pastor can say that, you know, to, to, to bring glory to God. Sometimes you hear people that, oh, God was glorified. Our wedding was so beautiful. God was glorified. That is not what Jesus Christ said about glorifying God. That when your, your wedding is beautiful, you have your three children. You are praying to God for three children. O'Neill, Chantel, Chiquina. And as you are driving and then, quiet. And then you are mentioning their name. You say, oh, God has glorified himself in our life. Our children are doing well. That is not what Jesus Christ said that glorifying God is. Hey, I've become a citizen. God is glory to God. It's like... It, it's all part of it. But that is not Christ's definition. So what did Jesus Christ tell us about how or what it means to glorify God? And I'm saying that the words of Jesus is the, are the words that carry the most power. Let's go back to John chapter 15 and verse 8. I want us to pay attention. John chapter 15 and verse 8. Can we all read this? It said what? Herein is my father glorified, that ye bear what? Much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. So according to Jesus Christ, the way we can glorify God is that we bring forth what? Much fruit. So things may be working well for you. Things may be working well for me. If I'm not bearing much fruit for the kingdom, I've not scratched the face of glorifying God. Because this is the standard. Can I have an amen? Are you all here? Is somebody here or you have gone home? Jesus Christ is saying that hearing is my father glorified. The one who has been with him is the one who is telling us that this is how you please the man upstairs. This is how you please my father. That you bear fruit. You bear much fruit. Not just ordinary fruit. But then what? You, dip, you, you give your life what? To bear fruit. That is how my father is glorified. So every Christian must be, must have the primary goal of bearing fruits. What fruit are you bearing? When we were in high school, there was a story, and a Greek teacher met a student, and then the student had done something bad, you know, like, you know, he was part of something that happened that was, so he called him, he was supposed to be his counselor, he called him, he said, you come, I've heard so many, what fruits are you bearing? He said, I'm bearing mango fruit, <laughs> may you not bear such fruits. You are not talking about physical fruits. You are talking about spiritual fruits, which are spiritual children. Hallelujah. How is God glorified that you are able to bear more fruit, not just little fruits? Hey, how can God be glorified? We bear more fruits. That's why we must, we must live our lives to bring him pleasure. Hallelujah. By bearing more fruits. Amen. Ask the person sitting by you. I hope you are bearing more fruits. Can I have an amen? Fruitfulness is the top of the agenda. It's not about my marriage. It's not about my finances. It's not about how well I'm doing. It's not about your PhD. It's not about your PDDP. It's not about being a presidential candidate. It's not about being the prime president of America. I'm telling us and telling me but bearing more fruits. Hey! Charlie, the thing is becoming hot. Our desire to bear fruits 
So everyone here must plan. What can you do? What can I do with this life to be fruitful? Hallelujah. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. The good works that he has foreordained that you and I should walk in them. We are walking in those good works so that we will be fruitful. More fruits. More fruits. Tonight our message is to reflect. AJ, it's not about a few weeks. We are going to see you walk down the aisle. Your beautiful bride. That is not how God is glorified. It's a benefit of the glorification of God. One one brother was going to marry. He started praying, Lord, delay the rapture. You have to delay it. I have to finish marrying. Enjoy my wife a little. Then after that, you can come. So you, you got, Lord, you got to delay the rapture. Because I've waited. Next week is my day. I've waited. You have to, at least if you are going to come, let me come back from my honeymoon. Then you can show up. But how many of us know that no man knows the day nor the hour that the Son of Man shall come? Bible says that two shall be in the field. One will be taken, one will be left. Somebody in the plane, one will be taken. You may be on your honeymoon. You may be in the moon. One will be taken, one will, will drop down. Whatever we do, we must think about these things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still here? What will be the criteria for us pleasing God, the criteria is that we bear what we do. What we bear much fruits. Bishop was saying in his book, one brother came. One brother of the church came home and said that, "Oh, God is moving on campus, spectacular." He said, "Oh, wow, what is happening?" He was expecting that some revival has broken loose. He said, "Everybody passed their exams." <laughs> So, to him, because everybody passed their exams, God is being glorified on campus. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a powerful thing. God is gl- being glorified. But if many souls have come to the saving knowledge of Christ, much fruit, people are bearing much fruit. Hearing Jesus Christ is saying, this is how. Please, can you give us another version of hearing My father is glorified by this that you produce much fruit and prove to be my disciple. Which means that the proof by you saying that you are a Christian. Because a Christian, when you become a Christian, you are a disciple of Christ. You become a representative of him. You become an ambassador of him. The proof of you truly becoming a Christian is that you must bear more fruit. That's why God should help us. We must seek opportunities where we can plant churches and speak to people about Jesus Christ. Pastor Hans, more branches in Lexington. Yeah. More branches. More branches here in Louisville. Uncle Sam, branch in, across the bridge. There's no, I don't see why we cannot have a church across the bridge. Yeah. Unless you relocate from there. But we will send you back there. <laughs> Hallelujah. I believe that God will be glorified. Because even if one person shows up at the church. I remember when we came to start the church the first time. And then one of the days we had some visitors and I did my first altar call. As I was saying, I didn't have faith. And I saw somebody come forward. Oh, that day. Oh, man. I felt like a pastor. Hey. Hey. I was a lay minister. Yeah. So I felt, I felt too powerful that I have preached a message 
and somebody, God has used the message to touch somebody's heart. And the person has responded to the, oh, I'm a pastor. There's a call upon my life. From that day. So I was excited. I called Reverend Gilbert and I was telling him that today, I tell you, God, God was glorified. Somebody gave their life to Christ. Do you want to know what he told me? He said that if that soul is the only reason why God sent you to Louisville, you have finished your work. That was his response. If that soul was the only reason why God sent you to go there, then you have finished your work because God has been glorified. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Hearing is my father. This is how my father is glorified. That we produce much fruit. So let us seek to be fruitful. Everything that you are doing, be fruitful. Be fruitful in it. Your playing must affect lives. Your leading of worship. When you stand to lead worship, when you stand to do anything, you lead prayer. May people come to the point where they are convicted to rededicate their life to Christ. Hearing is my father glorified. That we seek opportunities to do things that would glorify him. Are you still here? Are you still here, somebody? Hearing is my father glorified. Hallelujah. So let's look at those things. Those things are important. And remember that when the father is glorified, you see your life, the things that you, get, you gain in your life, it is a given, it's a plus. When the father is glorified, I always go back to the prodigal son. As in Luke 15, right? Yeah, the prodigal son. When he, he decided to come back home, he came back to his senses. The father was excited. He wanted a mood-changing father. His mood was changed. Everything that is glorious, he ordered that it be given to that son. That shall be our story. Because the father is being glorified. Let us take the words of Jesus seriously. We should never trivialize this. Whether you become a millionaire tomorrow or the day after, or your job is giving you a promotion, that is not how God is glorified. In the midst of it, somebody got to come to know Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Bear much fruit. Tell somebody, bear much fruit. Are you still here? Hmm. Let me give you one, one way Jesus Christ. Jesus' method for bringing forth much fruit. How or what is the prescription for us bring, to bring much fruit? If that is what Jesus is telling us that the Father wants, the Father wants to be glorified or the Father is glorified when we have, how are we supposed to do that? Let's go back to the same John 15. Move from 3 to 5. Three to five. All right. Let's look at it. How does Jesus Christ prescribe our ability to what? Actually bring much fruit. Let's all read it. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bring forth what? Much fruit. And this is red. Jesus Christ speaking here. So the, the way he's saying that, I want you, my father is glorified when you bring forth much fruit. How are we supposed to do it? Then he says that, I, I am the vine. You are the branches. Then the person that abides in me, if we are connected, that person will bring much fruit. Hallelujah. Anything that you are doing in this life, if you are connected to Christ, you would flourish. Whatever. He says what? If we abide in him and he is in us, the same will bring much for you. For without me, ye can do nothing. Absolutely nothing. The church of God will not grow if we don't abide in him. We have to know the word even more. As you are playing the song, you yourself, you are worshipping as you are playing. As your people are coming in, you are giving the words. You are praying for them. Have the word inside of you. Let it be something that bubbles out of the depth of your heart. I'm not the one who is saying it all. John chapter 15 verse 5. 
He says that I am the vine, ye are the branches. Verse 1, he started the same way. He said, I am the vine. He started the same way. The father is what? The husband man, the person who prunes and then dresses the things. But I am the vine. If you don't abide in me, your fruits will not be much. Some of us, we just abide today. Then tomorrow, is there a word called disabide? Is that right? Is it, is it right? The English scholars, you abide, and what is the opposite of not? Uh, eh? Abide and unabide. Okay. It's a word. No, there's no English scholar. How, Vince, you were born here. What would you say? <laughs> so, abide or unabide or abide or disabide or uh, abide or a abide. Whichever one will work in this case. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is saying that the master key to bringing much fruit Human efforts can never substantiate the effort. Your, your human effort can never substantiate you bringing forth much fruit. Hallelujah. But it is Christ. Abiding in him. Staying in him. Without connection to Jesus Christ. And the Father, we are going to bear very little fruit. Is it possible that your Christian life, because we are not abiding, that is why, I mean, since you have become a Christian, you have not even converted an, an aunt before. An aunt was going to eat your sugar. You are unable to tell the aunt to turn around. You left the aunt to go and eat the sugar. Can I have an amen? But if we abide in Christ and his words abide in us, he said, this is how we shall break forth much fruit. Can I end my message? Are you still here? No one can do well in ministry. That's why every time you hear the bishop saying that, you know, he, he spent seven hours, ten hours, eight hours praying. Whatever you are doing for the Lord, you will not become effective if you don't learn to abide abide staying in him waiting upon him a word from the lord one word from the lord can change your entire life can i have an amen are you still here let us abide let us depend on him let us stay connected to god hallelujah let us stay connected when we abide, he influences what we say. When we abide, he influences how we act. When we abide, he influences how far we can go. Because he said, without me, you can do nothing. When you see somebody doing exploits and going far, it's because God is with them. It's because God is with them. There's nobody who can do exploits in the kingdom of heaven. If they are not abiding. Because when you abide, they that wait upon the Lord, Bible say what? They renew their strength. They mount up with wings like eagle. Though they would run, they would not be weary, they will walk and they will, they will not faint. Hallelujah. You abide, you stay, you depend on him, you wait for him. The word of God enters your heart. That is what gives you the ability for the word is a light unto my feet and a lamp unto my path. He will guide you. We never walk in darkness. And when you're not walking in darkness, you are likely to go far. If you have ever been lost in a farm before and you had no light, now it is everywhere you can pull your phone. In those days, you just have to depend on a star and then just get your, get your way back home. But the word of God would help us. Hallelujah. I pray that we can abide as Jesus Christ is revealing to us his main way, the key to fruitfulness, the key to we be bringing much more fruit.
is that we will abide in him. May the Lord help us. Shall we rise to our feet? May we abide. May we abide. May we abide. May we abide. You know, it really pays when you go home, read John chapter 15 again. And just, not, not from your, your phone or everything black. Make sure that the thing that's coming is red. Nowadays, it's like, when I, I, I look for the red words, because those are the words of Jesus. Even just reading them, you are not saying anything. You are just reading those red words. He will speak to you. Can I have an amen? Lift up your hands and talk to him right now. Tell him to help you to abide in him. Oh, ma kadi mo salama shandala bababa. Iman kondele mo shatala bababa. Thy word, O God. Thy word, O God. Thy word, O God. Pray, 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 pray that you shall abide. Herein is my Father glorified. If we bear much fruit. And how do we bear that much fruit? If we abide in the vine. The vine who is Christ. For without him we can do nothing. Lift up your voice in prayer. My God, my God, my God. Rosi kendele belebebe in the mighty nkando ikatsili mahandose lamvomvele basheketende rebanga yake sole majanda broka yezi andende yeke zende rebenga yaka sodi lebetende e mayaka yaka solo moshe imanda yaka indeleke yese rebera bataka zandele mama oh rabaka izali beka ingaleba lebonsale mashandelebe Remeka ya sande, renimo sayanga yanga yanda, rabanda leka ya salebeje, rambiando sile meka yanda la bababa, orebesa kayandelebe, pray for that grace, pray for that grace, to abide, to abide, you want to be fruitful, you want to bring forth much room, that we would abide, a grace to abide. A grace to abide. Rabaka saleba shandala baba. Oh, masya kandele bele 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 Pray, 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 pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. You have heard the word. You have heard the word. You have heard the word. My God, may we abide. My God, may we abide in you. May we depend on you. May we be connected to you. Rambianka siata yekotoreba. Rambenzalema engayansayande. God is releasing a fresh grace upon us. A fresh grace upon us. Lakayando, Labanga Yanga Yanza, Rakainga Selekayende, Rebera Basayanda, Limo Saikatalama. He's the one that has chosen us to bear fruit. Therefore, if a heart that desires to glorify Him, a heart that desires to bear much fruit, He will give you that enablement and equip you that you may be able. Rabbi Zolima Hashandala Baba. Oh yes, Lord, we give you glory, Lord. We bless your name, O oh God. Rama kayandala mashandala ba. Rama kayanzele mayamanda. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Sing it again. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Oh, and a light. Unto Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your grace to abide and to depend on you and to rely on you. Father, oh God, you have revealed to us through your word that, oh God, the only way, the only key to we bearing much fruits that we may bring you glory, Lord, is that we are fruitful, that we bring forth much fruits. And, oh God, you've shown us, oh God, by your word 
that we can only do that if we abide in you. Father, enable us to abide. Enable us to connect from wherever level we have fallen, Lord. We have despised your word. We don't have our quiet time anymore, but tonight, bring deliverances to our hearts, Lord. We pray that you will save us, O oh God, from perishing. Save us from our backsliding states. My God, my God, may we arise, O oh God, and O oh God, begin to embrace your word and depend on your word and wait upon you, O oh God. Teach us to wait upon you, Lord. May we wait upon you. And may we abide in you. That we may bear much fruit. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you. And you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Bellrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.